Welcome to the Sip and Soul podcast. My name's Angie Lightnecker, transformational coach, self-development junkie, network marketing advocate. For over a decade, I've been obsessed with the power of human potential and realized that the recipe is the same whether you're four or 104. In this show, you'll learn the recipe for living your best life through Posy Vibes and a Soulful Tribe. So grab a cup, let's fill yours up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sip and Soul podcast. I am so excited to introduce a really special, special woman. We've been in each other's worlds for quite some time now, I'm I'm realizing. And she's Christine Miskinis. She is all things self-expression. She coaches women and mentors them to really step into their fullness. And I'm really excited to share her story with you today because I think it'll be a really big dose of inspiration to those of you who may be experiencing some challenges right now. So welcome, Christine. So happy that you're here. Thank you, Angie. I just wanted to correct the record. So I actually go by Christine Roman these days. That's okay. No worries. That's fine. No, and it's kind of like Roman Dash Miskinis is the old name versus the new name, right? And yes, we'll talk about reinvented self. Reinvent itself. <laughs> I had that in my head, and it's such again, we go way yeah. back. So yeah. it's subconscious. I will work on reprogramming that. So Christine Roman, so happy that you're here. And will you share a little bit about how you became the self-expression mentor and really what inspired you to to reinvent yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. It started for me when I was very young. I was on Reading Rainbow. I was on TV. I was modeling. Um, I was kind of, I've always, I was always speaking and I was an actor. I was a singer. I was a performer and I was a teacher in New York City, New York City public schools. And what happened was, you know, everyone was like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You have an amazing life. And I was go, 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 do, 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 you know, all the things like, okay, if you can't make money from being an artist, then go with your second love, go with what you really love that lights you up, being around children, teaching, mentoring, all of that. And so, but while I was doing all of those things on the outside, it looked phenomenal. I was just going for everything, doing everything inside. I was really anxious. I didn't feel confident in who I was. I was just doing what I thought a woman needed to do, right? To get ahead, to be successful. And then I always had like these weird little things happening with my health. I never had great energy. I had like, I didn't have acne, but I would get like an acne cyst and it'd have to be lanced and this and that, like all these odd things were happening and I never felt well. And so I had digestive issues. And again, we didn't really know what that was. But when I was in my 20s, um, I was getting these tests done and all of that. And the doctor said, Christine, you have something that's a precancerous condition in your esophagus. And we can't treat it right now, but we will continue to monitor you. So in my 20s, I was already working as a public school teacher and women in the 2000 period who were getting the diagnosis of any type of cancer, most likely breast cancer, were passing away within three months. Like that's what was happening at that time. So the listeners can know I heard that cancer scare message and I was like, okay, doctor, help me, save me, fix me. What do I need to do? Like I've done all the surgeries. I'm taking the medicine. Like, and you're telling me, I know it's not working. I'm ending up in the hospital. I have the best specialists. What's going on? And the doctor was like, no, there's absolutely nothing I can do right now, but let's keep monitoring you. And when it becomes cancer, 
And so Angie, what happened to me, you know, when it becomes, or that there's nothing else we can do, um, it felt like there was like a, in my body, there was a hand that came and filled up my body, but it was like this swooshy energy, um, like a hand filling out a glove. And I could feel like myself sit up inside of myself, like, okay, hello, wake up. It's showtime. What are we doing? And I heard what sounded like to me to be the voice of God, but it was sounded like Christine. But the way Christine was speaking, it sounded like the voice of God. And the voice said, go off, allow your body to heal. All is well. And so in that moment, I just had this peacefulness come over me. And I was standing there staring at the doctor and I'm like, okay, doctor, you like, you're not the answer. You cannot save me, fix me anymore. It is my body can heal. I have heard from God, I will go off, I will listen, and I will trust that my body will heal, and I will stop doing all of this, fix me, save me, help me, and all of this resistance. And so after a few days, um, someone contacted me. They were a holistic nutritionist at the time, totally like radical. I was like, who are you? What can you do? And she was like, I can help you. And very simplistically, she helped me to clean up my diet clear out my body with with like a detox, a very gentle cleansing, and just add in more of the good stuff that I needed, just water, probiotics, digestive enzymes, helping my body to heal. And she kept sharing with me, Christine, you need to listen to your inner voice. You need to listen. You, you, you are a religious woman. You go to church, you pray, you're active in your community, but you're not listening to yourself. And you're praying outwardly, but you're not asking God for support and hearing and acting accordingly to what you've received. That's true for you. And so, Angie, that was, I was like, wow, those behaviors, that conditioning that I grew up with as a woman, culturally, society, all of that, I was just being a good girl, you know, living my life that I thought was the best life. But I never really made myself a priority. I never really checked in with what's true for Christine. And so I realized I'm not alone in this. There are The world is filled with women who do not listen to their own truth, who are not bold and brave and courageous to speak up for themselves, you know, who do not like lead themselves and speak for themselves and be bold and not nasty and not like, you know, whatever, I don't even want to curse on here, but like, not like that, where we see women and we're like, what's wrong with her? Why is she acting that way? It's more so of, can you speak your truth in love? So I'm just going to tell you before we go back to this, the second part of the story was I went back to the doctor after three months to get my tests and all of that. And he, Christine, your healing is amazing. It's working. And I'm like, no, no, no. Right. This very male doctor in the medical system who believed everything was working. He was going to monitor me. And I'm like, no, remember? So now I'm speaking my truth. When I was here and I said to you, it's not working. And you said to me, I'm going to have cancer. I found what really works. I found healing. Like, I'm so happy that you're telling me there's scar tissue. I'm healing. Let me tell you what really works. And he's like, wait a minute, huh? You're not taking your medicine anymore? And I'm like, no, but no, of course, no, I told you that wasn't working. We're not doing that anymore. And he's like, no, 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 Christine, if you don't take the prescription, I can't be your doctor. And he, it literally was so 
startling. And I was, I just very innocently spoke my truth and said, doctor, I thought that you're here to support me in my healing. I'm telling you what, what's worked. And he goes, Christine, now he shares his truth. I'm a doctor of medical degree of all of these years. I have gotten all of these credentials behind my name. I stand in this community. And as a doctor of Western medicine, I'm taught that when there are symptoms, when there are things breaking down in the body, I give you up medicine prescription and you follow that. That's what we're taught. And that's what works. And so I recognized in that moment, his truth was not my truth. And I recognized in the moment what my truth was. And I spoke it in that moment saying, well, then doctor, it seems that I won't be needing you anymore because I am healed. And thank you. And I left and it's been 20 years, Angie, 20 mm -hmm. years. And we'll talk more about like what happened after that. But for the listeners today, like, I did not get angry. I did not get upset with the doctor. I did not stick up for myself and tell him, no, this is what I did. And like, I just accepted his truth, my truth. And I chose that my truth was right for me and that he would continue to go in his journey of his, you know, of his being a doctor and helping people the way he knew. And my life has never been the same. Wow. I'm sure I'm not the only one with goosebumps with this story. It's just so, so amazing because I think a lot of us do have that, that nudge and we don't necessarily listen to it, but it's a knowingness. And so the fact that you really took that knowingness in your twenties and you listened to it, I mean, that's just unbelievable. So taking that story and then going into this whole world of self-expression, obviously that was one of your first times really voicing your truth and what a significant impact it made on your entire life. Can you share a little bit about how you mentor other women and, and help them find that voice within them? Yes, absolutely. So it is a very, um, it's a very feminine nature to women and men speak very differently. We communicate differently. We think differently. And so that was part of it as well, was finding how I can speak up, when is time to speak up, how I communicate. But I just want to say for the listeners today, because it sounds like a ta-da moment of like the lady singing at the end of the show, you know, where you're like, yeah, and then the rest of she lived happily after. And no, that's not the truth. So... <laughs> The truth is I talked about, right? I said, my name is now and I entered into a marriage and there were a lot of distortions, illusions, things in the marriage where I was still now speaking my, my truth and being met with a lot of lies and controversy and opposition. And I would just keep speaking my truth, but I didn't yet fully learn to choose myself. And so in that, in that context of that, right, where there are children, where there was a marriage, where there was, you know, the workings of a union of religion, of a man and a woman coming together, all of that, that was more of the depths. I just wanted to say that the reason I chose to mentor women now with self-expression was because I do realize we're never done. And I do realize we're always given exactly what we need from life and in life, it's not ever really what we want 
but we do have the power of free will and choice. We do know that God is with us. And, you know, if you believe in God or the universe or what, you know, that's the energy that's always of support for us. So what do we do with that? And it's a continual process of, I believe, our sovereignty. So self-expression is our sovereignty. It's very innocent. It's also very innovative. And the more that I grew through that relationship and then exited the marriage, the more I recognized and, re and released or remembered, you know, who I am as a divine person, as a person with free will that's here, right? It's the, the power of that perseverance that I, that I overcame all of that. And then when we learn these lessons, how do we give them away? That's really what we're meant to do. Take what we learn and give it away. Share it. Like, I love that you're doing this because this is another channel of expression for you and for your community now to hear different voices, which were lacking for me in my life. I grew up in a different time. We didn't have all of this. We didn't have social media. We didn't see into other people's worlds and lives and homes. I didn't hear any voices of really powerful women in their leadership. And so I just took the status quo, black and white illusions of this is what you should do. This is what your life looks like. You know, this is what a good woman and a smart woman and a successful. And so where I went now with my mentoring is bringing women back to themselves bringing women back to that innate knowing, that power that lies within all of us. You can say it's your inner voice. It is your voice. It's the voice that's actually connected to the divine, to God. It's, it's that power that you do know. We call it mother's intuition oftentimes, but that's only because we have something outside of us that we love so much that we need to call upon that part of ourselves. But everyone has this level of intuition and inner knowing. And when we reject, deny, repress it, it shows up in really odd ways, like marriages that are dysfunctional, relationships that are dysfunctional, eating that's not good, health conditions. So if any of the listeners today are like experiencing any of this, which there's no shame, we're human. This is the human experience. We all have it. So the other thing, Angie, is people used to look at me and go, well, I can't believe this is you. Like, your, you know, your parents are not together and you grew up in New York City and you're achieving all of this and you're sick all the time and you're going to doctors and you're ending up in the ER and you're, it's like, yeah. And then you healed and then you entered into a dysfunctional marriage and relationship and then you're still, da, da, da. yes. And so the thing that I always come to with all of this, these, these teachings is that I am both student and teacher. We are both student and teacher. I am not above, you are not below. However, I have insight, information, wisdom, because I've really played this out in my life, as do you. And this is how we find and support one another. So now that I've been able to honor my truth, this knowing, because through that marriage that lasted over a decade, I was continuously um, growing stronger with myself, taking courses, lessons, mentorship, all of it, running huge events in New York City, all of that. But I was never shying away from, oh, no, I'm fine. Don't help me. I'm the I'm all of that in a bag of chips, you know, like, yeah, I am. And I'm human. And there's still things going on. And you're so close to it. You can't see it for yourself. You don't even know what you don't know. And here's the kicker. 
you don't even know that you don't know it. So everyone listening today, like if you're having like bells and whistles going off right now, it's okay. You're amazing. You're magnificent. The reason that you're here, I have chills because your truth has brought you here to this and you are listening and you are feeling and you are either remembering or you're desiring something new for yourself because maybe it hasn't existed yet, but it's been with you all along. So the way that I support women is in... I, I like to take their stories. You've heard my stories now, just a few of them, right? You haven't even heard all of my stories, just a few of them. And now you're starting to see the kind of woman I am. You're starting to feel into my truth. And you might be saying, wow, I have a story like this, or I don't have a story like Christine, this big you know, wake up call, but I have other things that have happened. I've had moments in my life when I've done, and like, yes, that's your power. That's your gift. That's your pain that you make your purpose. That's your gift to give away. And you do it, whether you do it on big extravagant stages or you do it on beautiful little short messages or podcasts, or you do it in writing books, or you do it in your social media posts, or you just do it in the stories you tell your children or how you raise your children or what kind of friends you have and the conversations you have. You are doing it because you're living it because you're being who you're here to be. And my job is to open up those ways to kind of get rid of any distortions, illusions, lies, any things that you carry in your mind that are keeping you small or limiting you from being true to who you are. So what I can do really, really well is because I deal with voice, Angie, the moment somebody opens their mouth and they start talking, it's really funny. You can do this too. People can do this too. You just get more mouth. The more people you work with, the more you're like, bing, 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 bing. And it's not to make them wrong and it's not to go oh, be horrified. It's to notice it and capture it and then give it back to them and say, is that really true? Do you really believe this? Is there another way? And you ask them and you communicate with your voice back to that person and they can then affirm or deny or reject, right? What's true for them. And in that space, that's where women become really, really powerful because we learn it's okay not just to say no, it's okay to say no, doctor. And now I'm going to go continuing living my life like this. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't believe what you believe. It's okay to, you know, have a partner, a lover, a husband, a friend and say, why did you think that it was okay to treat me this way? I feel hurt. And then they can share their truth with you. Oh, I wasn't trying to hurt you. I was looking to do X, Y, Z. And you're like, oh, okay, I can understand that. And we can be in peace and harmony, you know? And so from small personal to professional things, that's kind of where I take it with my coaching. And I, I usually use my, um, my English degree and all that in writing stories and speeches and talks and then supporting the woman with her energy, um, seeing her with her brand seeing her story, helping her to write the book or just come up and share things like this in TV, media. That's where I love the self-expression is when this becomes fun, when we can laugh at ourselves, when we can move forward, we help other people, you know, and we can play and sing and dance and act. Then I use the 35 years of that experience to enhance women's lives by bringing that expression out. Mm, so beautiful. My heart has been doing like, 
like having butterflies during this conversation because I really, as you speak, I can see women break free. Like you've seen it right before your very eyes. We've been so conditioned for so long. And so we assume that it's going to be equally as long to undo. And that's not true. Like one conversation like this, working with somebody like you or listening to you, it can literally be one thing like that where we're like, wait a minute, under new management, I'm just realizing that I've been operating in an old default setting that isn't even mine and begin taking those steps of transformation and growth and expansion. And it's so beautiful. I feel like I could talk to you for five hours. Um, Where can people find you, Christine? Yeah. So you can come on over right now. Like social media is my jam. Currently, I do have a website, www.rockitoutwoman, singular W-O-M-A-N. But you can find me, Rock It Out Woman, Instagram, Rock It Out Woman, Twitter, Rock It Out Woman, Facebook, Rock It Out, whatever. And you can also follow me on LinkedIn if you want to connect and do business things. Um, I'm there as well. It's amazing. So moral of the story, Rock It Out Woman. There's a version of you that is so proud of you for taking the next step. And Christine, thank you so, so, so much for being here. You're such a gift. Every time I see your face on a scroll, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like you just bring so much joy and radiance. And when you dance and you self, it's like, it gives everybody else permission to do the same. So thank you so much for being you. And I hope that everyone will follow you so they can be inspired. So thank you. Thank you, Angie. I appreciate it.